My name is Peter Davison, I played the Fifth Doctor, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Continue all the way to episode 418 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. Should both races suffer because of the sins of their forefathers? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like we do every week by the virtual table and see who joined us this week. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. A belated happy Mother's Day to all those moms and mom figures out there. Mm -hmm. We're recording this. It's the day after. So, yes. Had a good day. And that that your families and whoever else spoiled you rotten. Unless you were graduating from Indiana University, in that case, congratulations. It's always Mother. It's always Mother's Day weekend. That is that is so random. Yeah. So yeah, I graduated twice, and both times it was always Mother's Day weekend. So we'd have to do a combined (laughs) graduation Mother's Day meal somewhere. I mean, you go to you go into the grocery store, and it's all like moms, dads, and grads, and mm-hmm. gift gift cards, and whatever else. Yeah. So this is sometimes here. the moms and grads overlap just a bit too much. Just a bit, but it's okay. We love yeah. them all anyway. All right, so a little bit of news. We got popcorn. Uh, making some more guest announcements, specifically for Louisville, which is coming up really, really quickly, a month from tomorrow, actually, as we're recording this. <laughs> so, uh, but they have announced Ross Marquand, who, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, you probably know him, but he took up the mantle of playing Red Skull um in the mcu so that's is kind of cool that's happening yep well, that should be fun um, i'll have more information about louisville as we get closer i know like they've um released like the panel schedule and the two panels i submitted are in there but this far out i don't trust that the schedule is going to stay locked in the way it is <laughs> so uh i will probably you know make uh some sort of announcement of when panels are um probably right before <laughs> when it's most likely to stay uh the way it is so just because things can happen, people can leave, you know, people have to cancel and new people come in and blah, 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 blah. that's a whole thing that I'm glad I do not have to be part of trying to juggle all those balls and spin all those plates. Yep. Meanwhile, in fandom world, we got an announcement for where we're getting season two of Good Omens. 
Which, yeah, eventually they did start putting it properly out there. But those of us that were hitting refresh on YouTube <laughs> last week on the Hillywood channel, being like, okay, it's a 10th. They said Betty that the Good Omens parody was coming out on the 10th. Where's that parody? Where is it? And then finally, it, there it was. And I'm like, <clears throat> so you had to watch the Hollywood Good Omens parody all the way through because they were the ones to break the news the Good Omens season two is arriving July 28th. So that is very exciting. So, woohoo! And you should just go watch their parody anyway because their parodies are always so good. Yes. You know, they put every ounce of effort into it with all the stuff that goes into you know the the music and the lyrics and the costumes and the special effects and all this stuff and then there's some very fun cameos uh <laughs> that appear in the video as well so it's pretty awesome so but yes uh, all all of the good omens fans can finally like you know take a deep breath for a moment because <laughs> now we know mm -hmm. when it is when when is this coming so david Tennant's gonna be very busy this summer yeah um, sounds like it <laughs> so uh because on top of him having to promote good omens season two he's also going to be on the hook for promoting his doctor who specials that mm -hmm. are coming later this year and we got the titles for the three specials and uh -huh. a bit more footage for each so mm -hmm. um so special number one is called the star beast which immediately makes me think of the the space whale yeah yeah so <laughs> i don't know if it's a con connection at all um but the the 11 amy episode with mm -hmm. elizabeth the what was she elizabeth the 10th 11th something like that yeah Liz 10. Like Liz that. 10. yeah he was she was awesome i wish she'd been in it more but yeah i liked her yeah so the beast below that's when that was called so yeah. um so there's that one and then special two uh which is all the redacted backwards stuff we've been getting uh yeah. it's called wild blue yonder and then special three always, is called always yeah yeah and the special three is the air, air force yeah um, anthem theme song whatever it is call it yeah mm -hmm. yep. and then special three which presumably will be the one with neil patrick harris is called uh, the giggle and at this point if neil patrick harris is not the celestial toy maker yeah. the celestial toy maker <laughs> i'm eating my hat you and me both <laughs> so it's like yeah. come on it's yeah he's telegraphing it way too like it's gonna be yeah that. so I'm, I'm hoping yeah i don't on, i don't know is if wrong. if like <laughs> you know like if russell t davies is just maybe hoping that maybe people forgot that that was a character all the way back <laughs> you gotta go really far back to get to the celestial yeah. toy maker so yeah <laughs> Russell, some of us fans up, are researchers so... yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean they did bring back the great intelligence yes they did 
which yeah. also goes really far back. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, does this does this mean that they have found the the missing episodes of the the Celestial Toy Maker? Because, you know, they found the Great Intelligence, um, the 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 Yeti one. Mm-hmm. Right before the you know the Great Intelligence was a big deal in the new series again. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna put too much money on that, but I am putting I will put more money on Neil Patrick Harris playing the celestial toy maker. Well, true, point, true. So. It would just be funny if they yeah. if that's what I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're know. like, oh by the way, we found it or Missing we're doing episode. an animated, you know, whatever. I'd pick the animated one, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting either way. Yeah. So. And then in a nice little, uh, at least in my opinion, a bit of an homage to E.T. <laughs> we get a nice little moment with Donna and Pizza Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, wild around here. I was so excited for Beep the Beep in live action. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there is a, that. Like I said, David Tennant's going to be a very busy man. Uh-huh. So. Um, and then in the feeds, we've got the latest episode of Gold Standard with episode 76 with the 2003 best picture winner the lord of the rings the return of the king (laughs) with special guest charles skaggs who was the special special winner that got his name in for this particular topic (laughs) as soon as we announced this podcast (laughs) in the premise charles was like i'm doing lord of the rings so <laughs> don't fret because we have agreed that we will be covering the other two and probably the Hobbit films as well. Um, Cause as I know as, as blasphemous as the Hobbit films are at least, you know, we still get Ian McKellen uh-huh. and Christopher Lee and Kate Blanchett yep uh so you know i i will say this about the hobbit films executives were meddling yeah uh-huh. there, there was there there, there was a, there were a lot of behind the scenes shenanigans that yeah couldn't yeah. keep fingers out of said pie yes. yeah too many cooks in the kitchen as they say uh-huh. so yes yeah. Yeah. so, so uh, uh, that's yeah yeah so if you're like dang it I missed my chance to talk about Middle Earth on Gold Standard. You have not. Oh. So your time although, may come. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. I did claim two towers, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure. Yeah. So, and surprisingly enough, while close, did not. Ty and or beat our longest episode. Wow. wow. It was short by 11 minutes <laughs> for tying. Oh my goodness. So it only needed to be 12 minutes longer to beat 
terms of endearment, but terms of endearment, still our longest episode at five hours. So you, wow. so you needed, so you needed an extended edition of of Goldstein. And the thing is, we kept bringing up stuff from the extended edition because you can't help it. <laughs> how, how can you not? Yeah, I mean, I watched the extended edition. I know Zan watched the extended edition. Charles watched the theatrical edition. Why I do not know. Um, he was pressed for time or something. Yeah, uh, it happened. So, but yeah, I was like, and I found myself several times just blathering on and on and on and on and on and on because these movies are amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. So even with the, even with our blathering, still not our longest episode. So. It's our second longest episode, but not. Uh, so. That is that is funny. That's yeah, that is. Oh. Should have put a few more drinking songs in there or something. There's <laughs> oh, oh, that. Uh, then we got a little bit of feedback from Shalane. Not at all related to last week's topic, but I don't blame her for that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would have been surprised if anyone had sent us feedback on Barbwire. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, wow. Other than, you- other than Nick's <laughs> comment when I shared it on my personal Facebook where he's where I was like, thanks, Nick, in the most sarcastic way possible, uh-huh. which can on can in, in, in text form. And he's like, You're so welcome. So <laughs> Oh goodness. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I had some other people with it. I when I, I post the, the show after it's out in some other places this promotion and a couple other people are like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, why did you why did you review that one? Yeah, like, like, it wasn't my uh, choice. It nope. wasn't my choice. Yeah. Nope. No option. <laughs> yep. No. Uh but Shalane does say one thing I wanted to say, did you girls have a chance to hear? I'm assuming she meant hear and or see about the coronation of england's new king yes i got up at 5 a.m on coronation day to watch it i even live streamed my reaction on my youtube channel where I had like one person pop in for a hot second and i missed it because i was getting very drowsy by the time they got to the the gloves of Rassilon, the scepter of Rassilon, <laughs> the other scepter of Rassilon, the holy hand grenade, the holy hand grenade of Antioch. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like by the time they got to that, I'm like, okay, I'm getting very, it's like, it's Saturday morning. Why am I up? <laughs> so, my yeah. dad so, is yeah. wondering where I, I am. I, yeah, <laughs> I was up. I watched the entire thing, but the minute that they got up and were walking back out and getting back into that damn carriage, I'm like, I'm going back to bed, which Bye. I did, which means I missed the Inter Milan match that afternoon, but that's okay. Uh, so, yeah. I watched it because it was one of those things where it's like, well, in this case, God willing, I live long enough, uh, <laughs> knock on wood. That this will not be the only coronation I see in my lifetime. Yep. Mm-hmm. Odds are, you know, I'm gonna see at least William. 
become king yes. and depending yes. depending on how long i live i might get to see george become king so <laughs> that could be although i i am like i don't know charles he's he's charles it's it's, it's a thing but yeah. uh yeah when william but and it, kate yeah are coronated i'm gonna be like hell yeah Here yeah yeah so like but yeah because it it was it was a big to do when you know queen elizabeth ii was was you know became queen on her coronation mm -hmm. because television was a new thing so the mm -hmm. fact that people got to watch it and not just have to listen to like the description on the radio and now yeah. here it is 70 years later and like i was watching a stream from abc on youtube I don't what even need time? a TV. I just need an internet yeah. connection. <laughs> so, what times we are living in. Mm -hmm. So, it was just one of those things where it's like, this is not something that happens very often. So, you kind of mm -hmm. would be like, yeah, I saw it happen live. Mm -hmm. I saw the memes. <laughs> yeah. They were fun. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they kept bringing out different items for to give to Charles, and I'm like, okay, wrestle on. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the times I shall count will be three. No more, no less. Yeah, that too. So. The holy hand grenade means have been quite fun. Yes. Um, I don't know, that one cracked me up the most. Yeah. Oh, then there was the meme going going through stuff for the to, for the garage sale for cleaning yeah. out the closets. <laughs> like, oh yes, this has to go there too. It's been so mm -hmm. long since we've had one of these. What what do we need? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here, sir, wear this hat. This fancy hat that only comes out for this occasion. You will never wear this hat ever again. No one has worn this hat in seventy years. And no one shall wear it again until your son gets it put on his head. Yes. So. Anyway, and then the rest of Shalane's feedback. Chrissy, I think you were in Florida when the Dark Knight came out. Yes, I was. I was I was busy. Yep. Busy doing grown-up life stuff. Yes, I was. It's like, yes, thank you for reminding me I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And that's all the feedback we have. So moving on to this week's main topic, which is Chrissy's big finish pick for her birthday. Yeah. Wednesday is my birthday. Mm. I'm not quite to four oh, but getting closer. Yeah. But hey, I'll take birthdays. It means I'm not dead yet. So yeah. So, so as is as has become our tradition when it's yep. one of our birthdays, uh, we choose a big finish to review. And my choice is a Fifth Doctor and Nissa audio uh, called "Creatures of Beauty." And I remember Which... this one being dark. Yeah. I did not remember how dark it got. Based on the title, 
you, you, this is one where you can't really judge what it's going to be like based on the style, even based on no. the little synopsis that Big Finish gives us. Yeah, or or even like the the cover, it's just kind of like it's the doctor on one side, and it's on the other, and there's an estate and the bright light, and you're like, okay, you know, stuff is happening. I don't know what, but here mm-hmm. we go. And uh, so this one is interesting in that the story is kind of told out of order. Mm-hmm. Although I I did read on um on the wiki or somewhere I read that they recorded it the, they recorded the story in order in sequential events so you know it sounded like so so the actors could like oh okay now this makes sense but like it yeah. starts and there's a big you know or you know they're like like the villain quote unquote the villain is being unmasked. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, what's going on? Like, did I put the wrong disc in? Or, but, I mean, I don't have a disc. I have a download. Yeah. But they can't have, like, is there something wrong with my with my file? Did I put it in wrong? And no, it just kind of, this just goes on. And yeah. it just kind of bops around from scene to scene. And you're kind of getting bits and pieces of the story until the very end, like, like the very end. And you're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. Well yeah because oh, like for a happened. while there i was struggling like i recognized that it was being told non chronologically yeah which you know if you've ever watched something like mulholland drive or memento you know mm-hmm. something like that where it's out of you know it's kind of out of order um yeah. you know you can you can like clock that when when it's presented to you but then you realize you need to pay you know the you got to pay attention just a little bit more um but even with that i was struggling a little bit to try to figure out like okay who's the bad guy who's the good guy and it turns out there's not really a good guy or bad guy it's just just two races circumstance (laughs) yeah it's it's two races that have come into this conflict through an incident that really neither of them are responsible for technically right which we find out because that's the kicker at the very end oh yeah Um, and and really it's just been out of order yeah it's really just the two races are refusing to speak to each other Mm. and the people on the planet the the vowels are under the assumption that these the the co-teams are like trying to hurt them but really they find out the co-teams are actually trying to help them right and the doctor lets it slip and we find out it's not going to matter it's a moot point <laughs> in yeah. the long term but it's like it, it's not until really you get to that final act that stuff really starts to to like gel together and you're able to put all the pieces together and realize okay that richard castle gift when somebody says something this is like uh wait uh uh, uh, mm." yeah honestly i mean for a while like you're listening to it and they're like talking about beauty and, and all these things and i'm like is this like that twilight zone episode eye of the beholder where you know the the you know they're all 
you know, the, the lady goes in for surgery because she has this deformity, but you don't see her face till the end, and, and you find out that the doctors and the nurses are all pig people. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like yeah. a human. And, you know, they, but, but because the, the pig people think she's ugly, they have to fix her fix her face and everything. I was like, is that what is that what the reveal is going to be? But I'm like, how would you do that reveal in audio? Yeah. Honestly. It's not, it's not so much that, it's more that mm-hmm. like you're, it just it just keeps you it's, guessing. It's, I guess, yeah, it's point. it's more the percep. You know, mm-hmm. the the yeah. You know, it really is. Uh, you know, like the doctor says at one point to Nissa that it all really is a matter of perspective. You know, uh-huh. who's who's good, who's bad, who's beautiful, yeah. who's not. You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing the right thing for the wrong reasons or the wrong thing for the right reasons? It's yeah. all a matter of perspective, and for these people, mm-hmm. some you know they've been ravaged by you know the you could really kind of equate this to like nuclear fallout mm-hmm. um you know because i mean we covered the the chernobyl miniseries and you saw what happened to people that had exposed to the radiation what right. it does to them and the same thing has happened to these these vowels on this planet mm-hmm. and the ones that have been you know disfigured the most because of their exposure to this toxin are you know they're disfigured um but then you have people that don't look that bad and those tend to be those those tend to be the people with the money (laughs) so yeah because they can afford to to you know have it fixed like have yeah whatever whatever their version of plastic surgery is yeah which we find out so they cannot actually plastic surgery but no, the, the people that the people that don't have the means assume it's plastic surgery. Yeah, correct. So yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's like oh, you've been able to have a procedure done, so you're not mm-hmm. like falling apart like the rest of us. Um, yeah, I imagine everyone's walking around kind of looking like the crypt keeper. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> like, Nissa gets Nissa gets caught because you know there was a, a you know it, it's very much like those first doctor stories i think um particularly of the reign of i think it's the reign of terror actually there, there were a couple of those like the, the historical ones that they they land and they're in the middle of something and and the people are like oh here are these strangers well they must be from they must be spies from the other side or something and it's like okay this is where the psychic paper would come in handy right about mm-hmm. now oh yes or some or something like that because they're like look we're just travelers but they're like well well, where did you come from, and how did you get here? There's like, like, there's no ship, there's no this, and you know, it's the TARDIS and everything, and so it's like they they kind of took that trope that just kind of happened in those older stories and really used it in the story, like re- used it to a because they because they assume this is an alien, which she is, but she's not the kind of aliens that they are looking for, or, you know, mm-hmm. they're spying on them, and he's like totally confused because you know she just got here she has no idea what's going on but they don't know that mm-hmm. but they have no other explanation so. yeah oh it gets it gets funky <laughs> yeah it, it does as they go yeah it, it really is. i saw a review on a on a website that um well here i can i'll pull it up I have it open. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Yeah, it says, uh, the person says, uh, what stands out to me here is that the story is less about the plot and the actual events, and it is about provoking a reaction and making the listener think about the points it is making about morality, ethics, and cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although yeah. It's, it's, it's doing it in such a way that it's like not spelling out the issue, which right. I appreciate because, you know, it could be easy to go like, well, this is the lesson and this is what you need to think. And I'm going to shake my finger at you, you naughty person, you, because you think this other way. So it's like, it's kind of like how old Star Trek was, was it's not telling you what to think. It's telling you how to think and how to put these pieces together and what happens when you jump to conclusions and that's uh, that's why i like that there's not really a good or a bad person a bad you know good guy bad guy it's there are two sides that won't talk to each other Mm -hmm. and they won't listen and they just what you know and so, and like the, and you can just kind of, you just kind of hear it, hear it in the doctor's voice. And that's why I like it that it's a fifth doctor story, because he just gets so exasperated with people like this. He's just kind of like, oh, like I'm gonna tear my hair out. Yeah. And, and he's like, forget it. We're just leaving. It's too dangerous. Nissa, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, what happens happens. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's all like. Yeah, several times he's like, "We are not doing a very good job of communicating here." And I'm like, "That is putting it mildly, Doctor." But when is when is communication ever really gone well with any Doctor Who adventure? That is true. Like if everybody sat down and talked to each other like rational adults, there would be no story. You've got to have yeah, that's true. You got to have somebody who's like. It's a conspiracy. You're all trying to kill us. And the doctor is like, oh my gosh. It's like, well, no wonder, no wonder the doctor has to resort to drastic measures because that's the only way you'll ever listen. Mm -hmm. Every time he says, I don't want to do this, but it's like, what else is he going to do just to to get your attention? Yeah. Which then it makes you think, oh, that is so stupid. But then again, you think, oh, humans, we do that too. yeah yeah that's the thing it's like it's a, this like the whole yeah the the these two factions you know there's two races mm-hmm. in conflict with each other i'm like you could easily see that happening mm-hmm. anywhere um in, in space and time and definitely definitely yeah. with us crazy humans <laughs> so let me introduce you to a little thing called twitter yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, there are definitely some folks that aren't like the nicest. Mm-hmm. But I still wouldn't say they're like the villain, like the 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 like the chief op- police officer or whatever detective yeah. whatever the hell his title well, is. His, He's definitely his... got it of like a chip mm-hmm. on his shoulder. Well, his the, the the way I the way I imagine it's like the saying that when when your job is to be a hammer and ev- everything looks like a nail, it's like yeah, yeah. you're that guy. That that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's your character. Yeah. And like your your job is to find 
you know, find the, the, the Coteen spies under every rock. So, of course, you're going to go look for them. And whether or not you actually find them, mm-hmm. well, you're going to find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, but at, at, at the same time, we find out, again, towards the very end, mm-hmm. that he does kind of, I mean, he does kind of have a chip on his shoulder because it turns yeah. out his grandfather was a witness to the initial pollution event right that the, the, has doomed their planet this in you know kind of mm-hmm. dumping of industrial waste in outer yeah, space they're, they're just like here and and they think you know if they you know from their perspective it's an attack because what are you supposed to think when a ship is dropping this stuff all over where you live and you're like oh no they did this and it's horrible and why would they do mm-hmm. this and we hate them and they're trying to attack us and we have no way of fighting back right because ships aren't supposed to be in their mm-hmm. part of the galaxy anyway so it's like what right. purpose would a, a, a ship randomly being there if it wasn't malicious right is is just... their opinion meanwhile those involved are like it's an accident you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we we did that we're sorry uh can we fix it please but they won't yeah. let them fix it because yeah because the they're they're Did they're you? they're being bow they're, they're being forced to bow to corporate pressures mm-hmm. right oh because the the company that's creating this this toxic waste essentially mm-hmm is all like yeah just go dispose of it in uninhabited space somewhere but make sure you go to that location and come back in the shortest distance possible yeah (laughs) to save on fuel and manpower and all that stuff so you know Mm -hmm. if you need to take a shortcut by a planet that might be inhabited we're not gonna frown upon that right uh it is like so i'm gonna go on a little tangent here i watch a lot of uh youtube documentary type videos about you know maritime disasters and ships mm-hmm. and things and one of and, and and there's one channel i watch it's big old boats it's been doing a lot about shipwrecks in the great lakes and they talk uh-huh. about how um the ships like especially in the late like in November when the weather's starting to get yep. where the lakes are just impassable. Edmund and Fitzgerald sure... is one of them. Yeah, Edmund, Edmund Fitzgerald is one of them. There's a whole bunch. I just watched one. Crap, now I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it's like, you know, these companies were so like, no, you got to just get one more run in because because the season's going to be over and we got to get that profit. Mm-hmm. And you know, the captains are like, you know, not? not because yeah. i've got you know these, these men the, 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 my crew i would like them to get home in one piece mm-hmm. but then they're like no we're gonna take away your your license or whatever it is that they take away like well, you're not gonna work for us so it's like you choose between your job or you know getting home alive right mm-hmm. so I'm like i hear this about this spaceship and i'm like oh gosh really we're doing this again mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like, well, hello, history. Reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm sure you guys know about it because you live in that general area. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's like part of your your local history. This is all news to me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow. Okay, that's kind of a dick move. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
after after it's like you know the risk you know it could happen why would you tell somebody that <sighs> it gets really frustrating yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, so, I, so, so yeah i heard that part of the story and i'm like oh yeah that that, that happens that tracks space, space travel um 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 the great lakes or the ocean mm-hmm. yeah like that makes sense yeah, do that. And, and then, and uh, then of course, you know the you know the the the, the people who are flying that are you know sail you know whatever piloting the ship are like oh crap yeah mm-hmm. and they like because they're there and they feel bad mm-hmm. they're the ones who have to deal with it yeah because they they're they're the the ship you know running the the waste is mm-hmm. you know trying to do the best they can yeah and you know they're put in a situation where because the the the, the corporation these corporate overlords mm-hmm. are putting the the pressure on them yeah they're cutting a few corners but they're like yeah. eh, you know it'll be okay until they find themselves in a situation where it's like, yeah, if we had not cut that corner, we wouldn't be where we are now. (laughs) And it's like, what are you like, like, what are you going to do when, when you, when you, when you make that call and then you turn out, Oh, it was a wrong call. And of course, you know, they're trying to keep it, you know, hush, hush and whatever, but eventually it's going to get out. Mm -hmm. You think, and then people are going to be pissed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, boss, I told you this would be such a good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, in like in like every story ever, mm-hmm. you know, someone decides to do something that's not allowed for lack, you know, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. Um, Is a, but know, they think again. it's okay because X Y Z reason in this case. Oh, you know, it's an air. You know, yeah, this. This planet is inhabited, but they're a very primitive you know, society, mm-hmm. so they don't have spaceships. And they don't count. They, yeah, right. So they're not going to be out there flying around, and they're not, um, they're like, you know, the, the, the interstellar highway lanes are not open around them, so there's not supposed to be any space travel by them so they're like oh yeah you know if we do this thing because the statistically we should be the only ship in the area it'll be fine what could could possibly go wrong right i don't know uh uh a ship that's a that's a uh, has the ability to travel in time and space materializing in the middle of of yeah, you know, where you are right there at that very minute and colliding. And it's already <laughs> having it's already having navigational issues and the doctor's trying to fix it and right, they end up yeah. go not, you know, you know, same same story, different, different galaxy pretty mm-hmm. much with the doctor. Right. Yeah. So I like, do oh, when is, Yeah. Yeah. I, I do appreciate with Nissa specifically because um coming from Traken, she mm-hmm. was uh very educated so she's very smart yeah. so unlike mm-hmm. most other companions 
she actually will help navigate the TARDIS and do repairs and do mm-hmm. like in you know uh checking for issues and and you know and diagnosing yeah. and stuff because she, well, well, she with, gets it with all these yeah and with all these big finish stories that have been you know slotted in between um uh time flight and arc of infinity it's like oh nissa probably traveled with the doctor the most especially well definitely the most out of all of the fifth doctor's companions so mm-hmm. you know she she the the idea is that her planet was destroyed um so she didn't really have anywhere else to go so she was just like yeah because you know um they talk about this a lot in some of the whenever they have the interviews with the fifth doctor and, and the, you know, the companions and things, they're like, yeah, Tegan just wanted to go to work and Adric died. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he was always go and, you know, but Nissa was just like, yeah, this is my home now mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of a thing. And so of course she's going to, she's going to take the time to learn about the TARDIS and how to fly. Not, it and... not every companion does though. That is true. Yeah. Not every that... companion does. Yeah. Even the even the ones that you know could could possibly learn it, mm-hmm. you know, um, that they just don't bother. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they just sit around yeah. watching the doctor run like, around the, the console, pushing buttons and flipping levers. You know, it's not. You, we don't I'm see until. Yeah, it's not until we see with. Tennant's doctor when like he's got everybody helping out mm-hmm. and you realize that you know the the to to fly a tardis is really a multi-person job yes. so you know nissa and not, river not, not you, are Jackie. like you the did. only two that would know how to fly the tardis without the doctor yes oh i think that's why i like these these doctor and nissa ones where it's just nissa i'm like oh you just i love you you get to shine or you mm-hmm. get to tv stories so so I, I do like that. And it feels like like she she even in these situations, she's a little more competent, even though like when she's being interrogated. And even though she has no idea what's going on, but she knows how to talk to these people and she knows um kind of how to explain herself, even if they are just like, I don't know what anything you're talking about. But mm-hmm. okay, I guess I'll check your blood type against mm-hmm. the the this other thing and it's like, oh yes, yes. So Nissa, she she's very she's very quiet, very sweet, but she's also very smart, and she doesn't shy away from, you know, putting certain people in their place. Mm-hmm. So, and her so her whole her whole life <laughs> when they're talking about you know as they're getting ready to to leave of the TARDIS, and she's like, oh you know, when she's talking about how she got involved with the the death of this this woman and she's like oh i should have just stayed inside the tardis <laughs> like yeah yo we all know that's never gonna happen right. no no i mean you're full honestly, of anytime anytime the tardis lands somewhere really you should just stay in the tardis i mean mm-hmm. i mean then again seeing seeing what's out there but it's never just a day trip like oh i'm just gonna go look and see what's going on of course it's, you're gonna be in the middle of some kind of conflict yeah it's like yeah so what okay so you stayed in the tardis and that that you know this poor woman who's just absolutely really just kind of having a psychotic break at this point because this procedure has gone bad um Mm -hmm. that it's like the minute you would have heard her screaming 
you would have exited the TARDIS and been like, this what's going true. on? How can I help? <laughs> this is true. Especially with someone like Nissa. She is just like, I need to help. Whatever's going mm-hmm. on, I, I that is just in her nature to, to do some things. And for good or ill, and it's not her fault, never is her fault, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, situation she finds herself in. It's like, mm-hmm. this again, but then again. We wouldn't have a story if everyone just went on a picnic and, you know, picked daisies in the meadows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is very true. So, uh, so what else? I mean, should we, should we confront the, <laughs> the plot twist? Yeah. 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 We better go over the plot twist. So, so spoiler, if you haven't, listen to this one it's a 20 year old audio we're fine yes i know i know but you know i'd actually i actually had forgotten about it it's been a couple years before now since i've listened to it i was like oh yeah that's what happened so remember we said that this is not told linearly Mm -hmm. well basically before they even land (laughs) the tardis on the planet you know the doctor is you know fiddling around with fixing this thingamabob or that doohickey on the tardis so the TARDIS materializes not where the doctor meant to be, but in front of the waste disposal ship that mm-hmm. was out taking a shortcut. And it dumped out accidentally all its toxins onto the planet. And where it definitely did not intend to do that. Yeah. So it was an accident. But it, like we said, it's not anybody's fault except the doctors and the TARDIS just being janky like it is mm-hmm. I shouldn't laugh because it's so tragic it's one of those things it's like oh no what did you do and yeah. then they kind of were all like oh we didn't have any we didn't really do anything on this planet did we <laughs> just like yeah oh, oh. yeah because oh, this is all like children. you know did, did we interfere or anything and the doctors are like yeah probably not or like probably not yeah so they they basically caused the inciting incident of this whole thing and they are not wiser nope (laughs) nope no i mean it's it's such a, a subtle thing and like i said you need to be paying like extra attention because this is told non linearly but then yeah you get like the the different voiceovers kind Mm -hmm. of repeating some of the stuff that we had already heard kind of like okay now here's you know if you haven't really been paying attention here's the here's here's the bit that you really need to you know pay attention to yeah hone in on and yeah we realized that when the doctor when the tardis was having issues and he and Nissa were trying to fix it he was like, well, we'll just materialize here in outer space where there shouldn't be any traffic. Mm-hmm. And which is exactly what the uh, what the ship thought. There's nobody. Yeah, here. which is exactly what the, the yeah, the dump ship thought is like, well, we'll cut through here because there shouldn't be any traffic. And all of a sudden the the, the TARDIS materializes. They all of a sudden uh, it becomes rush hour at five. It's yeah. five in the afternoon. Yeah, and 
So they have to do like evasive maneuvers to avoid hitting the TARDIS. And that causes the industrial waste to get loose. So that it ends up in the atmosphere of this poor planet. And the doctor's like just puttering in his along. He's like, well, we'll just drift forward a few, you know, a few hundred years and then we'll land on the planet and see, you know, see what we can do. You know, and he's like the, the TARDIS can repair herself. Meanwhile, they are completely clueless that they materialize in front of this giant ship full of industrial yes. waste and just caused you know, like, like you know but when the doctor gets nick deep in a project yeah you know, he's just obliv- oblivious to everything else going on around well him. i mean if they had actually collided obviously he would have noticed but the fact that they right. avoided collision and it's not like the target has any windows Right, that you, that's true. That you and look they didn't at have, probably didn't have the view screen on. Yeah, right. so, uh, or, yeah or, they, or the detection system, like, hey, you're too close to something. Yeah, well, I mean, because at that point, the the TARDIS was going a little haywire, so would have would have the proximity alert gone off anyway? Good point. To say. So, or is this one yeah. of those special true. certain fixed point in time things? So that no matter what. <laughs> And that's the yep. thing too, is it's like, is this a bootstrap paradox thing where you know that the this this accident was always going to happen and devastate this planet because it's been four generations from the time the accident happened to when the doctor and Nissa properly land on the planet. Right. And you've got the 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 uh you know the the species that feels terrible about the accident trying to help thinking mm-hmm. that maybe they could save you know this 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 other species from complete you know extinction and we find out the doctors is like no, they're completely extinct and really it's it's you know what what's the the legal term was it um not accidental but collateral like, damage well yeah it's collateral damage but when it's like you when you kill someone negligence? You, like, huh negligence well or, it could be it could be like negligent homicide or you know yeah. unintentional homicide or accidental homicide where you know it's not it's not premeditated at all and right. here the you know the doctor is like you know unintentional genocide yeah, because an entire planet of people is going to be completely extinct in a couple more generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, and and the doctor is completely oblivious, right? <laughs> so right. it's like, yeah. You know, so I mean, the doctor, about, you felt like... guilty because you thought you killed your own people for um, manslaughter. Would that be the word we're looking for? <laughs> yeah Maybe. <laughs> no because no there's there's a, a legal term where you where you but you didn't mean to do it right because yeah. i'm well, looking oh. up definition of manslaughter yeah. um you might be careful lawyers, googling that yeah, yeah no any, kidding any lawyers in the audience send us some feedback and tell us Back. what we're, what we're yeah. supposed to call this uh yeah, yeah. I haven't watched Law and Order in years, my kill, but accidentally or inadvertently killed someone as a result mm-hmm. of negligent, careless, or dangerous behavior. <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's... 
it's there's a gray area. There's a yeah. yeah, big gray area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they they talk they talk a lot about like, oh, you know, the doctor causes all these genocides and you know, kills the Daleks umpteen number of times, or you know, all these others because they don't listen to him. Well, here he did this one accidentally mm-hmm. and without really realizing that he did it. Yeah. Like, oh, and, the, and the thing is, is it just in general, the doctor is aware that sometimes their meddling mm. does have unintended outcomes, not necessarily consequences, because that has a bit of a negative connotation to it, although sometimes it is consequences, but unintentional outcomes, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, you know it's going back to the, the audio that we reviewed for my birthday, and I just did on on Next Up Everywhere trial the Valyard when the doctor first thinks that he's on trial again, and he rants off to the you know to the Inquisitor, and he's like, "Yes, I stole a TARDIS. I ran away. Yes, I get involved in the affairs of other planets, and sometimes it has unintended you know outcomes." So it's like the doctor is well aware that sometimes hap- stuff happens that they never meant to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good though. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes yeah. it may be kind of neutral and just let the universe sort it out. Wrong place, wrong time. Exactly. So it's like that's the thing is you just you know it's almost yeah. This is almost like is it a bootstrap paradox combined with like the butterfly effect? Yeah. Hmm. Good question. <laughs> <You know? laughs> because oh, the doctor has has influenced something and not mm-hmm. you know not realize the effects of it because that's the thing with the butterfly effect is it's you know one minor change sometimes it's a minor change sometimes it's a major major change down the line mm-hmm. can have a bigger i mean that's the whole premise of everything everywhere all at once yeah mm-hmm. so um oh and you know and, and doctor who has has done like you know turn left the the donna episode where you know you decide to turn to turn one way instead of another and it, you know everything changes so yep. it's just one of those things it's like man i would love just to see you know someday maybe you know in the eternities or whatever like i just want to see like how did everything, like, how did all these things happen, and what were the causes, and what were the little things that they could have, it's kind of why the multiverse thing just sort of, it it intrigues me, and it also makes, gives me a headache, Mm -hmm. I just want to know, I want to see all the causes and effects, and how this happened, but right now, my tiny human brain just can't comprehend it, but (laughs) it's so fun, the little, the historian in me would just love to just look at this to look at something like that yeah it's probably impossible but geez i want to know yeah although maybe i don't maybe it will maybe it would drive me nuts yeah maybe mm. but uh so anyway. yeah it's it's just a, like a you know as my brain as my poor little human brain was finally piecing stuff together and then we get you know, the little voiceovers. Yeah, you, know, you get the 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 police chief or whatever talking about mm-hmm. his grandfather. You know, witness mm-hmm. the sky turning green. 
yeah. <laughs> because of this yeah essential essentially radiation um mm -hmm. and you know how at the time because they did not realize what it meant his grandfather described it as beautiful like the sky being painted by you know yeah and uh and you also get well, the reminder yeah. of what the the one disembodied voice uh <laughs> you know had been telling the doctor nissa about how the accident happened in the first place um okay. uh, and it, it brings everything together and then you just hear the doctor like yeah i don't think we had any influence on this at all and i'm like oh my god mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like oh oh my even, brain even... sort of broke there for a second like oh my goodness okay even 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 the, the great and powerful marvelous time lord still they still miss things Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, sometimes, sometimes, as for as much as the doctor, bless his heart, you know, back, you know, talks about how smart he is and how wonderful he is, and and you know how how you know They're usually the know, smartest humans, person in the room. Yeah, he's the <laughs> smartest person in the room, and humans are like, oh, you're just so sweet and cute, but you know, and, and you know, other time lords. I mean, the compared to other time lords, the doctor is downright humble. Right. <laughs> like, you guys yeah. still miss stuff. Uh, yeah, I just, I just love that you know somebody could come up with a story like this. And I think is it Nicholas Briggs who wrote this? It one, is. It's say. Nicholas Briggs, yeah. which is just like, man, he just he writes some. That's stuff, too surprising. So. <laughs> no, no, and it's like it's like you, you, he just he just can keep. I mean, I'm sure, like like I said, that they recorded it, the story in order so that it. You know, and then they edited it together so it was out of order with the whole, um, or for the, you know, the whole, whatever thing. But it's like, how do you come up with this idea to do that mm -hmm. and, and still make it make sense? Because, I mean, I, I could, like, like I said, you if you start this, you think, oh, you know, did my, did my uh, download get messed up or did I get the wrong thing? And, but then you just keep listening because in and I don't know maybe some people would stop and think it's am like I can't listen to this this doesn't work this doesn't work for me but I think a lot of people who have because I have heard this this one reviewed by other people and they just keep going because it's just so compelling it's like something that could just be looked at as a mistake or this is just too too intense or too esoteric for me but you still keep listening you still want to know what happens. Mm -hmm. what's going on so you know kudos 20 years ago because this came out in 2003 which is baffling drives me it's just insane to me because that's when i graduated high school 2003 is 20 years ago but you know mm -hmm. Nicholas Briggs, hats off to you my friend you are we are not worthy <laughs> yeah but but thank you for writing I wonder what it was like for like the people that were like actively subscribed to like Big Finish at the time. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they would have they would have gotten this one. Mm -hmm. And the audio before this one is Doctor Who and the Pirates. Oh boy. Oh that's right. That's right. Ooh. I remember I remember that when I was flipping through and deciding what I wanted to to do. I was like, that's right. It's Doctor pirates uh both both very both good just in different ways 
yeah. yeah. I mean, they both end up having kind of like plot twists where you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did not see that coming. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> but at the at the same time, it's like, could you imagine like listening to Doctor Who of the Virus and hearing Colin Baker do his best rendition of, you know, the Gallifreyan version of mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah. very modern marvel of a you know yeah. Pirates yeah. And, well, yeah, that one. and then you get this That's tongue twister <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then to get like this in the mail yeah like you know the month the next month and be like what the heck yeah <laughs> yeah it's like what are they what are they doing over there at big finish mm-hmm. Although I wasn't mind, expecting is, a tragedy. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, this is before the new series was was released, so it was sort of like, hey, this is what we have. So yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. We will enjoy. Well, it. and then the audio after this one is Project Lazarus. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, there, there, there's a stretch in here where it just gets bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. We're gonna were... do singing pirates, and then we're gonna do planet planetary genocide via nuclear you know yep. toxic ways and then vampires yeah 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 they, they they went they went through an interesting uh, an interesting uh stretch here with big they, they had a dark phase going on after yeah. that. I guess. I think Nicholas Briggs <laughs> was feeling very goth at the time, or what? Yeah. I guess. It's like, oh, well, I hope you all enjoyed the silly pirate one, because now we're going to get... Now, now we're just going to... We're going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't try to go a Call of Cthulhu route. <laughs> down the line. Who knows? Like, they probably have well, at some point. We just haven't gotten to it. True. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's I feel like there's probably some of that in there. Just gotta yeah. figure it out where it is. But anyway, no, nah, it's it's still it's still a good time. It's just some of it Yeah, just, I mean it's, it's yeah. It's great acting for Peter Davison and Sarah Sutton. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I just I, I don't know. I feel like the, 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 the fifth doctor and Nissa ones are kind of these hidden gems because they don't get talked about. Or I don't I don't think I don't feel like they get talked about as much when when you talk about Big Finish. Just because people are like, Oh, Nissa, she's kind of eh, she's she was the quiet one. I mean Tegan was, was the loud mouth and Adric mm-hmm. was Adric and, and Turlo was the you know Turlo. The little, <laughs> the, the little ginger prick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tried to kill the doctor. But, Sorry, you know, Mark. Yeah. We, we love you, Mark. It's Mark. not anything to you. It just shows how good of an actor you are. Yes. Yes. Mark Jackson is, is a gentleman and a scholar. He is, yeah. he is, yes. he is a delight. Yes. His character could... I mean, Turlo got better. Yeah. He tried to kill the doctor on his first, his first few, few um, stories. So... Um, but yeah, but then you know, he didn't know any. Gets... He didn't know any better. The Black Guardian oh. was just like, "Hey, do this thing," and he was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. But Nissa was just kind of background, you know, window dressing. Basically, that's that's why Sarah Sutton like eventually left. She's like, "There's no reason for me to be here." Mm-hmm. Um, but then Big Finish comes in and is like, "Well, here we will give you a reason for your character to be here," and it's just mm-hmm. it's so lovely. So. I, I recommend I recommend these stories even if even if 
sometimes sometimes the writing is a little not not as good as it could be with some, especially some of the earlier ones but just for the dynamic of, of the doctor and Nissa is is good it's fun Mm-hmm. And it's it's good for them to have some some back and forth just the two of them. Yeah. If you if you know just uh, look, look this is definitely good writing. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that you you have to know what you're doing to be able to write something like this and pull it off mm-hmm. in audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's hard enough to do the nonlinear thing in like a TV show uh-huh. or movie where you can have like visual clues. Yeah, and stuff this year where you're relying completely on audio. It's just it's it's wild. So, again, Nicholas Briggs. Nicholas Briggs is goth phase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, has some winners. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this is this is uh early early big finish. So it's it's if you don't own this one, it's on it's on the cheaper side. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, with the 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 I think with the exchange rate via PayPal, when I paid for it, it was like three ninety something, yeah. which isn't so it's, bad for a big finish audio at all. No, yeah. no, it's not. So it's. I didn't I didn't check to see if it was on Spotify or anything like that, but uh but uh, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's definitely available through Big Finish, so Yeah. And it's chip. Yep. I I did that on I did that on purpose, so it's like if people want to go listen to it. Uh, you can you can you can do so without breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know some hidden gems in there. So, because it's it, like mm-hmm. you said, it's early big finish. You know, they're yeah. trying to find. You know, they're finding their legs, and they, you know, at that time they had no idea that Doctor Who was eventually going to be back on TV. So they kind mm-hmm. of could just do whatever the hell they wanted, and yeah. so they could experiment with different types of storytelling. This you is, know, whether it's... this is definitely the yeah that this time period between this and some of the novels have some some interesting interesting storylines to them mm-hmm. because they're just like yeah well you know it's not on tv so we're just gonna we're just gonna go nuts and mm-hmm. whatever works won't work so, anyway recommended give it a try if if you feel so inclined but uh yeah very, very interesting time to be listening to big finish mm-hmm and if, if if any of our listeners, if you happen to be someone who was subscribed to Big Finish at this time and you were one of those people that got Doctor and the Pirates in the mail and then this the following month, please <laughs> let us know what that experience was like. Yes, we would love yes, to know. Because that was that that actually sounds kind of funny. Anyway, well well, uh on that on that note, if you do want to send in some feedback on any of our topics that we've covered between here and there and everywhere um you can send in feedback at uh fiveishfangirls at gmail.com you can also leave comments on our social media and on our website which is the fiveishfangirls.com we'll we'll uh, treat comments and things on our on facebook and youtube and instagram as feedback as well i think i said that uh, i'm oh i'm flustered see you at the end of a monday um but um you're just turning a year older it's okay 
I FYI, know, I know. Creatures of Beauty is on Spotify. Ah, well, there you go. It is available on Spotify. There we go. Holly, yep. Holly has spoken. Um, so try that out. Um, so the website, b5ishfangirls.com. You can also uh, you subscribe to the podcast where we find podcasts, and you can also support the podcast through Patreon and our merch shop and some other things we have on our website. And of course, as always, we thank you for listening and uh, hope you all are doing well out there. And uh, just, uh, yeah, keep at it, whatever it is you're doing. Hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. We'll, see you in, we'll see you around and just watch where you're driving. Yeah. Especially if you're fixing your car in the middle of the, in the middle of space. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Like paint spilling across the table, he said it was almost beautiful. For listening to the Five Ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show, along with information on our nonprofit, Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five Ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly. Mm-hmm.